0: W
1: media. Ow. What's that? You have a new riff at the end there that I like. Yeah, it's 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 really off the cuff.
0: I uh sometimes oh, you change
1: it every time.
0: I like to change it every time. I'm very improvisational.
1: Interesting. I, I love it. It's one of my favorites. Something like that.
2: Well, you're winding it up now.
1: It was way more soulful before. Now it's just like Leonard Skinner got loose on the air guitar.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I'm Frankie French.
0: And I'm Stephen Campbell.
1: And this is Nonprofit. <laughs> every time does not nail
0: it. Uh, <laughs> like it. and
1: subscribe, share this joint.
0: Yes, please tell all the people to tell all the people. We got a podcast where we're talking to people that are helping other motherfuckers that you can figure out how to replicate or you can figure out how to help. It's uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. We got the black Women in comedy festival uh, We're talking about today. I'm
1: very excited. This is one of my you want to get me talking for hours. Bring up the black women in comedy laugh fest. Just bring it up. Watch. I won't shut up. It's ridiculous.
0: Um, we've talked about it a bunch on the on the podcast and excited to have Joanna on today. If you don't know, uh, Joanna Briley is the
1: main mofo. She's the, the woman behind it all. The, the innovator, the creator, the
0: all of the stuff. She's doing all of it. And and yeah. yesterday Frankie and I had our, our first joint audition for something, which is- Oh my
1: God. You got so for oh yeah. I'm so excited. If we I, I really want us to get it. I'm not even gonna say if when we get it's just get it's it. really amazing. It's right up our alley. Like it would be perfect.
0: Yeah. Um so that was my first little dipping of a toe into the Zoom audition space. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, exciting. I broke your cherry. Aww.
0: Yeah. Oh, you 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 hurt me. You hurt <laughs> actually, me.
1: technically it's your second time because you helped me before.
0: That's true. And, and that's- I actually
1: yeah. And I actually got that part. So That's yeah.
0: true. Um are we able to talk about that one at all?
1: No, not yet. Not until like once they
0: release the season, then yeah, we can talk about it. It's cool that this podcast is just kind of a documentation of just like, and now we're doing this new opportunity and this new opportunity. And it just keeps building. I do like that. We've got some new shows happening in Brooklyn. We've got July 29th, women of color and cannabis.
1: I'm so excited
0: about that. If anybody listened is another documented thing. We just had the podcast with them and now we're having a comedy show with them at Unruly Collective that's
1: accurate. Uh, two of Those are two of our favorite lady run things. So yeah. Unruly, if you guys don't know, is also owned and ran by a woman. Hillary, I don't know her last name.
0: What Actually, I don't know Hillary's last name either. It's Hillary Unruly in my in my yes. thing.
1: Well, yeah. Well, her name is Hillary and she is a boss. And we, and her, have you seen Unruly lately?
0: I just threw pictures and stuff like that. I haven't no, been. You,
1: seen it rec- oh, you haven't seen it recently? Right, right. Oh, that space is so legit now. It was legit before, but way like the vibe is just like automatically dope before you do anything. So it's just yeah. a
0: very interesting it's, it's just a Bushwick as hell situation, but it's like an art collective that yeah. they've got lots of painters that are painting all sort of psychedelic stuff. They've got open mics with music and they've got all sorts of different artists coming through. And uh, it's amazing. I dig it. I dig it. It's um, amazing. But yeah, and then,
1: uh, on top of that, we're talking about women run stuff. And then we have woke W.O.C.C., which is women of color and cannabis. That is woman created owned and not like women are like, h- look, here's a helpful hint, dudes. You might want to start being nice to some ladies. OK, because we're yeah. like slowly taking everything over. Hello, yeah. Stevens family. Been in the backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, my pops. Oh, hi, Stevens dad. You made an amazing son. We love him so much. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um, Oh, brother. Sorry, brother. Oh, Um, okay. Well, you did not make him and you're
1: not the boss of him anymore, okay? Yeah.
0: Get out (laughs) of here. But
1: but yeah, so women are, like, we're doing our thing. I'm pretty impressed with ladies here lately. It
0: has been um, pretty much all of my partnerships, all of my stuff that I'm working on, I've just been doing it with ladies. Um, I mean, I've got one project that uh, we have a monthly show that I'm doing with Aton Levine and Drexon Clemens. But that, that's okay
1: because Aton is managed by my lady manager, who's amazing. So right. there's there's and a lady
0: connection again. They both have mothers. Uh, they both have moms, <laughs> which is also lady run body parts. That's like, true. I guess. Well, I
1: men care. try to run those, but you know what else?
0: <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of just dealing with women in a lot of different spaces. And I feel like, uh, much more so than I've ever, what, what were you showing Lululemon? Oh yes, we do. This is just, this is just us branding all of our different brands that we're doing. We got, we got Lululemon in the house. This is Lululemon. This is Lululemon. I, my, my shorts are Lululemon. Everything is um and so yeah i i i feel like we're we're just making strides this water can i
1: tell you about this water bottle though like not even for a lulu commercial yeah uh, it's going to be a commercial because it's so amazing do you hear this listen can you hear that
0: yeah why why is it, it stop? what do you hear is it is it did you put money in there those are ice cubes you ding dong but here's
1: uh, this is the thing though do You know when I put these ice cubes in here?
0: When last night? Oh shit! Okay,
1: it keeps ice icy for literally at least at least forty hours. I've done this multiple times to see how long it lasts. I haven't gotten to two full days that I can think of, but definitely forty solid hours. It keeps your ice icy.
0: I didn't even uh I like when we went to the store, so they take us for these like uh I I they take us for these shopping sprees and every time, like I'm just going and just touching the clothing. Oh, cause it feels freaking lush. Like it feels great. And I, and I, I really need, I, I like, I know that I need to get a check before we get big because I keep catching myself telling people I'm wearing Lululemon stuff and it's so not okay that I'm it's like, it's so douchey. Oh, like you're oh, yeah, this also Lululemon, my, my crossbody bag, also lululemon we're sponsored by lululemon (laughs) and like what do you think like as comedians we're sponsored by this white lady brand
1: (laughs) i've been wearing like non-stop lulu like today's the first day since i've been back from new york that i'm not wearing like head-to-toe lulu gear like it's it's
0: it's gross gross. and it feels like it's scratching your skin like coarse. coarse. oh what i'm wearing
1: now Feels like, I feel like a monster. It, it's terrible. <laughs> am, am, I, am I wearing sandpaper? Who ordered this? Like, what type of animal garb am I wearing? It's, it's, it's a nightmare.
0: Um. Yeah, even, so I had a funeral today. I came very dressed down in a polo, but it's supposed Perfect. to be like 97 degrees, and I was just not even sweating. And if you know me, I'd be sweating. I'm, yeah, would be I'm sweating. A very, very sweaty, dude. Um, and it
1: wipes off, really. Like, I got a st- I got something like I was eating. <laughs> And food may or may not have dribbled out of my mouth sure. and got on one of my, um, actually my favorite Lulu shirt. And I it just I got a little water on a washcloth and just boop, 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 boop. Oh, yeah. And wiped, yeah, wiped right out. Like, no stain. I mean, I've since washed it, but in the moment, wiped right out, dried, and now was good to go
0: we should really hit them up and have us have them just start sponsoring our podcast financially too because we shout them out every We do shout day. them out.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, Lulu. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk with Joanna. We had a, a, an incredible time. Matter of fact, when I was there, I'm um, living at your house for like a month, when, however long that was, um, and we went on that shopping trip. I was there for the Black Women in Comedy Festival.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which was dope. And then also you had another big performance. Can we talk about that? Well, it wasn't even a performance. It was
1: just a a, 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 a well-fated meeting with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, we can talk about it. Sure. How did that go out? So <laughs> it's really a banana story. Okay. So like I said, I was there for the Black Women in Comedy Festival, which ran from the 16th through the 20th. And <clears throat> I when I get there... It was it was weird. So, you know, my niece passed away mm. um, like days before I came to New York. So I was not in the mood to be in New York or, or, you know what I mean? I just felt I felt bad and I felt like I needed to get home. And I, the first day of the festival on the 16th, I was literally sitting outside, bawling, going on stage, <laughs> doing my set, Ooh. sitting back outside, bawling, going back up like it was it, I wasn't OK. To the point where I had called Charles, if you know Charles is my husband, I had called him was like, I think I need to come home, like I'm not doing well. And then I just felt like, and he was like, you know, whatever you want to do, I'll support you. I think you should stay, but whatever you want to do, I'll support you. Then I just felt the presence of my niece. And I know people might think that's hinky and weird, but I did. I felt her presence just tell me, just stay, Auntie, it's okay, just stay. And I kind of felt calm. I still felt sad, but I felt calm and okay with being in New York. So that's the 16th. The seventeenth in the morning early in the morning, my girlfriend calls me Onika McLean, ooh, 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 shout out. out to you um calls me she's like, yo, David Lester called me last night at like two in the morning he called me and was like, "Yo Frankie is like the female Dave Chappelle and I'm like shut the f- don't first off, if you know me, you know how much I love Dave Ch- like." don't talk about Dave. Like, seriously, I will fight you like you talked about my mom. It's going to go down. Okay, let's be very clear about that. So to compare me to him in any light is like, whatever. Anyway, so that happened. Then the next day, my manager hits me up. She's like, yo, you have an audition at the Cellar Saturday night on Juneteenth and 19th. Can Can you make it? I'm like, of course I can make it. I'll figure it out. I'll be there. Then later that day, this is on the 18th, Nope, this is on the 19th. Nope, this is on the 18th. Sorry. I get another text from her. Oh my God, so sorry. You can't do the audition because Chappelle invited the Booker to come to his... So he he did a documentary about Ohio where he lives uh, over the pandemic and they were debuting it at the Tribeca Film Festival at uh, Radio City Music Hall on Juneteenth, of course. So the Booker went to that because of course you go if Dave calls. And, uh, and so I couldn't do my audition. So I am pissed. And I'm just like, why is this dude trolling my life? This whole, you know what I mean? Everything was kind of like circling him. Right. So I'm like, you know, if I see this motherfucker while I'm here, I'm like, I'm fronting his ass up. Like, yo, my nigga, like, what are you doing right now? You're ruining my dreams. You know? (laughs) Um, so the next day, oh, and then on the 20th, I was supposed to go five in the afternoon. I had a show in Connecticut private event. And then I was going to drive back to Brooklyn and do, or b- sorry, back to Manhattan and do our final show for the festival that night. I get a message early in the morning from the Booker, the Connecticut show has been canceled. Sorry. I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. But it's all good. Cause I honestly didn't really feel like driving all the way to Connecticut. So Onika calls me once again, shout out. And she's like, um, I had parked my car. I had left my car parked another place in Brooklyn. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna come get you to go get your car. I'm like, cool. So she gets it. I'm like, I actually don't have a time frame. I'll ride with you to wherever you're going. She's like, okay. So we go to Manhattan and the store she wanted to go to was closed, right? So she's like, hey, well, why don't we go grab breakfast? I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, she wants to go to Chipotle. I'm like, eh, no, I'm like, let's just walk. Right. is what I say to her. So we're walking for a while and anyone else that knows me. Another thing I don't like is walking. I'm good on that. (laughs) So (laughs) we're walking for a while. She keeps pointing out all the, like, what about here? What about there? What about, and I'm like, "Mm, no, mm, no. So finally I'm like, and so finally I turn to her. She says, I go, I must walk. This is what she said that I said to her. I don't really remember what I said, but I remember feeling compelled to walk. I remember that. Right. And so we walk and finally I'm like, okay, Um, fuck it. We're going to eat here. And as I'm looking at the place, I see this lady sitting outside and I turned to Onika. I said, I think that's Chappelle's wife right there. And I'm like, no, that would be weird. Right. Well, turns out the restaurant we decide to eat in is attached to the hotel that he's staying in. So we go back outside and he's just standing right there. And Onika's like, let's go talk to him. I'm like, uh, no. And not because I was afraid I'll pretty much talk to anyone I have such a deep admiration for him. The thought of rejection was like, you know what I mean? I was like, I can't, if I walk over there and he's just not in the mood for it, I'll, I, I don't want to cry on the street. Like, I don't want that to happen. But turns out he was absolutely lovely. Just a wonderful, lovely human being, right? So we're talking to him for a while. We tell him about the Black Women in Comedy Festival. He's like, well, why don't I know about it? So we're telling him about that. Um, we kick it with him for probably about a, a solid 20 minutes and some change, and um, we go and we eat our food and we're just like reeling from the experience. Well, the next, night, next day, you and I are out with the Lulu team doing our shopping, eating our food. And I get a text, hey, uh, come to Dave's party. He's on a party for the comics tonight. And I'm like, holy shit, of course I'm gonna go. So a couple hours later, my friend Will texts me and he's like, yo, Frankie, I have a show at the cellar. You should come down, do a spot. I asked him if he could. They said it was cool. Come down, do a spot, and then we'll go to the party together. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's like, I'll meet me here like around 9, 9.30. So I get there about 9.30, but I can't find parking. By the time I get inside, I see my phone. I have a text from Will saying, Dave's on stage right now. I was like, what? So I try to get into the showroom. I can't because obviously it's jam-packed to the gills. The comics, everyone's just like in there. And so I text, well, I'm like, hey, I'm out here by the bar. I can't get in, it's too packed. About five minutes later, Will comes running out. He's like, come with me. And he pulls me inside. He's like, go up those stairs, sit in the balcony area. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now, um, side note, I looked pretty fucking cute. Like I looked really adorable. Okay. So I'm sitting up there watching Dave just like shoot magic out of his mouth. Like, you know, you know, like he's just a guy that can talk quite literally about an empty plastic water bottle. And it's interesting. You know what I mean? So I'm just sitting up there in awe. And then about 30 minutes after I get there, Dave says from the stage, hey, Will, who's the best female comedian right now in New York? Not anybody famous, someone that people don't, you know, necessarily know. And Will t- thinks about it for a beat. And he says, well, there's this girl, Frankie French. What? And I'm, I'm sitting there like, is that my name that he just <laughs> said? And then Dave goes, Frankie French, hmm, I really like that alliteration. Where is she from? And then I say from the balcony, I'm from D.C. And the room goes bananas, like loses their shit. If you're interested, if you guys are interested in in kind of hearing how it breaks down, I'll post the story, a way more interesting telling of it, but I'll post the story on our um, nonprofits pod uh page uh it's just a one minute clip or three minute clip i'll post it there and you guys can see it but yeah and then uh we went to the party and he calls me and will and syfe syfe sounds shout out to him too shout out to will sylvans he calls us all on stage and we kind of like his backup team while he's giving this commencement speech for the party but before that he daps the two of them up and then he hugs me and he says he, he he says a lot of major comedians are vouching for you right now i'm really proud of you and that was like, like I don't care. No one can tell me shit about my comedy. Any, like, ever. I don't care what any of you people think. Dave is proud of me. That's all. My dad loves me. That's all I need. So that's the story.
0: That's dope. That's really dope. Um, it's, yeah, it's and, so very surreal. And it is. Uh, seems like some cool shit's about to come from it. Which, yeah, that part we can't talk about. But yeah, some some right. cool dope
1: things will be coming from that. So yeah, if you're not my friend already. Mm.
0: No more new friends. No mo no <laughs> new friends. <laughs>
1: Everybody's grandfather. Should we bring our guest on?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do let's it.
1: Let's do it. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we are sitting going to be sitting here talking with Joanna Briley, who is the brains, the woman, the man, the aunt, the uncle behind Black Women and Comedy Laugh Fest. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to our forum. Give it up for Joanna Briley. Hey, Joanna! Bim, 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 bim.
0: Hey, 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 hey!
2: Joanna, welcome, welcome! Uh-oh. Yes, welcome! Wow, it was great to hear um, your your story about the Dave Chappelle um, uh, magic, if you will. I, I'm going to call it magic, and you know yeah, from magic. the first festival, right? But you know from the first festival the The Black Women in comedy Festival has this energy that it just ensnares everyone and everything in it, so I just know that that was the energy from the festival creating Absolutely. all this extra, extra, extra juicy you know shit that's about to jump off if you will hey. um i I'm just so proud of you frankie um shut from your face day up. On, from huh I said, shut your face up. Oh, I just said put your face up Um, because, you know, I'm not used to this Zoom stuff. But yeah, since the first festival, you know, you've been the face of the festival Um, for someone that I didn't even know prior to the first festival. But you have taken the festival and put it to your bosom and you've helped it grow because without your postings, uh, I think a lot of these women would not have submitted to the festival. You know what I mean? Because you know, you travel, you go places, so they know who Frankie French is. So you have created um, I guess a vortex. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna make you stop right there. Like you are so sweet, Joanna. And I lo- <laughs> I love how you love people. I really do. And you know that and I've said this what I'm about to say to you many, many times. And after I say this, I want you to really break down who you are, like really introduce yourself okay. if you would please okay. but okay. let me say this. Stop giving people credit for your shit. Okay. I don't care if it's me. <laughs> I don't care if it's Dave Chappelle. I don't care who it is. You built this, you created this, this is, you did it. You gave yes. us a place where we can come and not only do work our magic, but we can come do Not only do our thing, but feel seen and feel comfortable. Yes. You know, I've, I've had, I, I'm going to tell a very quick story. The fi- the finale show, um, we had Chanel Ali on the show and I've seen Chanel perform I can't even, a number of times, countless times, I've seen Chanel perform, always phenomenal, always a joy, always a very funny talent. I have never seen her the way that I saw her that night. And I said something to her about it. I said, Chanel, so, wow. said so that, and here's the funnier part, it's material I had already seen before. A, a lot of it, not all of it. Um, but it was very different. And she said, you know, I've never been on a stage where I felt like I could be myself. Mm, so wow. you're changing wow. the... Wow fabric of people's comedy because we are getting the space where i'm like you know what it doesn't matter who i really am i can just be that person and i'm in the care and love and support of my sister so i'm good so stop giving people credit for that you did that yes. you know yes. i might bring awareness i might you know whatever all of us do it mimi you know I, uh, mimi michelle uh indie mama comedy a lot of us work
2: really hard because of what you did though Thank you, thank you, Frank. And you're right. I do, you do, know, I do, I do have a tendency to uh, be a little too humble about this. Yeah, you know, you the motherfucking man. I, I I created this festival. Um, it was called Black Women in Comedy Festival the first year, and I created it because of um the lack thereof. Uh it was a festival in New York. Like I'm not like we we good. The, the person that did this festival, we're good right now. And at that time we were, but it was a festival being created in New York in 2018. And there were no black women in the festival. So somebody, uh Shauna Christmas, shout out to Shauna. Uh she raised a question in this group that we're in about, hey, are you in New York City and you have no black women in your festival? What's up with that? And so the dialogue opened up and uh, the director of the festival chimed in and she let us know that that's not the case. There are women of color in the festival. It's just the journalists who chose to um, use the press kit to only highlight the white women in the, the um, article, which spurred the conversation. But I didn't get that information in time. So in my, I, I screenshot it. I was like, fuck that. Let's create our own festival. <laughs> So that's how I was born. I was like, fuck that. Let's create our own festival, October 4, 2018. And then I was like, we're going to do it. Black History Month, February 2019. Four months. Uh, I never did a festival before. I never created a festival before. And I just said, we're going to do it. And we did it. And it was an amazing, amazing testimony to what was missing in the motherfucking comedy scene. Like to see sold out show. Mind you, we only had three venues but to see sold out shows and how every people, night every everybody night wanted out. to see this phenomenon of black women in comedy and to know that whoa holy shit we 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 are missing in this landscape new york is ready for black women to get on stage so that year we had about 35 women covid hit uh, we we missed uh, 2020, which I think was a blessing in disguise. We all needed to regroup and reshape, um, and then because of COVID, I rescheduled it to June because June would be outside. You know, if there if mm-hmm. we we're still on lockdown, at least we could have out outdoor venues, and all of that coincided with Juneteenth, which if you know Black History Month and women like everything centered around celebrating our blackness and so juneteenth was the perfect perfect opportunity to be outside to be Mm -hmm. uh celebrating emancipation and i i coined the phrase it's our freedom to be funny on stage you know during the festival and so we had over 60 women this time
1: so the number was like 66 right if i'm not mistaken
2: yeah 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 including the women that you guys booked Mm -hmm. um uh, with the extra shows and like, hey, let's I was not, very- can we just talk about that real quick? <laughs> yeah, I don't,
1: we need to, we need to speak on that real fast. You have any it's, questions it's, either, it's, before I, before I break this down real fast?
0: I guess I guess um, it might be about where you're going, but from year one to the second year, which it's crazy because I I was only uh, present for the second year. Um, what? sort of growth did you see outside of comics being bumping up from 35 to 66 um you know it could you touch a little on like the venues got a little bit higher end in yeah i'm gonna take Uh, this one joanna i'm gonna take this one because
1: (laughs) and here and here's why i'm gonna take this one because joanna's about to be modest about it but that i'm about (laughs) to blow this up one time. So me and jo- Joanna and I talked the first year. And I'm sure several other women may-, may have had similar conversations. But after the festival, I was like, Joanna, next year, we're going to be in all the major comedy clubs, right? That was like the thing. And then, yes. you know, COVID hit and we all know what happened. And then the resurgence, it was like, okay, you know, the, co- the festival's coming back. We got the date, blah, blah, blah. We're still in Brooklyn. And I-, I called Joanna or text Joanna. I'm like, fuck that. Like, what are we, let me see, What? let me try to make some calls, right? Indie Mama Comedy beat me to one of the venues I was trying to get, and, and Joanna hits me, i like, oh shit, Mimi got Caroline's. I was like, bet. Hold on, hold fast. Then, then she's like, oh shit, Indie Mama Comedy got Gotham and New York Comedy Club. I was like, hold fast. And then bam, I got Stand Up New York and um, and The Stands. Damn. And then we booked just the most disgusting, disrespectful lineups. We could come up, we had Sam J, Ari, uh, Arisha, um, Ashima Franklin, uh, Janelle James, uh, Yamanika Saunders, uh, Chanel Ali, like we just, uh, Anika McLe- McLean, uh, Nina Daniels, we just had these incredible, amazing, and the crazy part is, we sold them shits out, black yeah. women, yeah. with literally, c- because by this, when we got, less than a week, less than a week, less than a week, less than a week, that's, that was the, that's the key part. Less yeah. than a week because we got those venues last minute, and I know you, Joanne. I know you were nervous. I know you were uncomfortable, ner- but you got to be uncomfortable to grow, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I was like, true. look, I heard the trepidation. I said, fuck that. We doing. We doing the show. I'm a book it. I'm a book it. I'm a man. Don't even trip. You said, like, I, you said
2: don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah, it. I, I said, don't even I, think I, about okay. it. Just worry I about just, the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just raised my hands and I did a prayer and I was like, you know what? This is the energy. This is what we do. You know what I mean? And so- we sold them shit yeah. out. Yeah. And the, yeah. point,
1: the point of that is now these, ma- these mainstream major A comedy clubs, they know what? Black women are valuable. We can yes. pack your rooms. Yeah. And not only that, Jody, my manager, came to the stand. She came to the last night's show. And what does she yes. say? This is the best show Yes. And now let me tell you, let me tell you who Jody is. So you can understand the magnitude of her statement. Jody ran JFL for years. Okay. Wow. So think of the acts and the shows that she's been to just, just on that. Sorry. Just on that level. Right. Not to mention she manages major acts. And she said, this is the best show. Me and my friend were talking. This is the best show I've ever been to. Wow. How wow. How come wow. I don't know these ladies? I said, because of everything I've been telling you since I met you. The industry doesn't care about Black women. And so we create these things on our own. And then y'all want to come in, not Jody. I'm not talking about her. Right, but right. The industry wants to come in and out and try to own it in some way. I don't yeah. think so. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. Can, I, no. can I ask though, the, where is the like, threshold between the industry coming in and trying to own that shit and the industry coming in and offering support? You know what I mean? Like, like, is, is that not a good thing that industry is seeing this trend and wanting to, it, I capitalize on it seems like a dirty word, but, but is that not a good trend? And like, how would you like to see that approach differently?
2: Well, um, they're, they're not going to control what we're doing. That's the key sure. to not to not have, they cannot have control over what we're doing. They can enhance it. They could um, uh, support us and give us opportunities that we normally wouldn't get, but to to try to control and take over, no. That would be uh, hard to do. Um, My grandmother, I'm sorry, go ahead, Joanna. No, no, go ahead. no, I'm just saying, we hard to do um, because that's not what we're doing. We, we create a table for them to pull up and say, all right, we see you. What, what do you guys want to do? This is what this is the opportunity for them to, to listen to us and, mm-hmm. and say what we want. And this is what we want. We want X, Y and Z. Yeah. And uh, that's it.
1: My grandmother used to have a saying, uh, if I can't be the corn, I don't want to be the cob. <laughs> and, that, and, I, and I love that. I live by that shit. If I can't right. be the corn, I have no interest in being the cob. And what I mean when I say that in this sense is that black women have always been valuable. So how dare you, industry, come to us now after we've already done all the legwork. So no, thank you. Yes. We right. have someone looking to back the festival. Um, we can't talk about it because we haven't even like really sat down and discussed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the intentions of this person is what Joanna wants, which is her keeping her autonomy, her keeping the, the, the original vibe and the feeling and the voice and enhancing it, not taking it. In the industry, like network industry that we all are most familiar with, that industry, they want to own. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to have the value and the equity in right. your in your projects. They want to own all the equity. We'll sure. give you a percentage. You're going to give me a percentage
2: of my shit? Exactly. No, you're, you're exactly. insane. Exactly. It's my, that's what I've been fearful. That's that's like right. this fear, um, uh, I guess. And that's basically how I was operating the past few weeks because n- not just you but other entities have been in my ear about opportunities and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let me just time out, time out. I need to mm-hmm. take a break. Um because um I'm not trying to dishonor these women in the background because that's why I keep this one in the background of my That's uh, me right sa- there. Yes <laughs> <laughs> that's my screensaver because I remember what it did the first time and the second time. Like you weren't there for the closing ceremony but it was just as easy, the same kind of vibe. We, we crowned each of the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Holly and I idea to crown each woman a queen. And that when we see each other fix our crowns, um, we did a little um, a mantra. I think Holly emailed it to everybody. But it's about us walking in any stage or in any room and owning it and not feeling. Because, you know, some of the women that were in this year's festival, they're a minority in their town. They're like maybe the mm-hmm. only Black woman or you know, they're rarely booked or whatever. So now they have support. They know they have a support system where they can come and in the Facebook group or email or call and say, hey, uh, I'm having this show. Or as I told them, produce a show in that town. Bring the Black women to you. Now mm-hmm. you have a sisterhood that you can say, hey, I'm, I'm booking this show, um, this date or whatever, and bring it to this. This particular club because maybe like you said we have to present it to them and let them know there is an option so it's almost like um a sorority i call a sorority soror medians
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm trying to coin the word the sorority and comedians together so that just it's about unification and knowing that we got each other's back and that was our support-
0: comority
1: I was just going to say commodity, you asshole. But then I was like, it sounds like you're coming more.
2: (laughs) And that made it weird in my head. Yeah, commodity, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) commodity. But yes, the festival um, is is a precious tool and gift for Black women uh, to just Mm -hmm. go out and be great. And the industry being in those those venues, as Frankie said, yeah, we had the discussion a year ago about being, and, and I, I'm, I'm not going to say I was nervous or scared. I just didn't see it this year because of COVID. Like, I was like, um, you know, I didn't even reach out to them. But to, the way it's it like, boom, I felt like each venue was a star. Like each it was. Venue, it was like, boom, a star bursting, bursting. And we had minimal PR, yeah. Okay. Like we had yep. like the only one. We had minimal PR, and so for other than the 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 um PIX um commercial, I mean uh news thing with Mimi, that was basically it. We had no mm-hmm. press, and none of the major papers. So, I love those odds too because when we do our um package for corporate sponsors we had a little press and we still sold out shows. So that is just a testament to um, what we have, the product that we have. People want to see black women. They want to see black women win. Yep. And to know that during the um, festival, so many just, just listening to these young comics, just to hear the joy in their voices of finding a sisterhood and, and meeting women that they've never met before. And, and it's just, and they're still going, like, I'm still getting tagged. And they're like, they got withdrawals and they, they missed the, fa- like, it's something that uh, I guess I experienced when I went to summer camp as a kid, mm-hmm. knowing what it feels like to meet people that are like you. I'm, I'm always going to feel like the underdog, um, the misfit, the, the person that's different, because I see things differently. And I just knew. Um, at that moment when those women uh, created the festival. And it was the She Makes Me Laugh Festival, which is a great festival. I know the people that run it because I was a part of it. I, I, I submitted and was selected. So it's a great festival. It's just the PR sucked. You know, the person that handled it, they did a, a, shot, a shitty job on them, which I'm thankful that they did because it created something in me because I thought about doing a festival in 97. Um, but I wasn't as skilled as I am now to to pull it off and have the um, support of the community, uh, the comedy community to, to pull this off and to know the second year, uh, well, technically third year, but the second festival um, went off. Uh, minimal uh, drama, you know, behind the scenes because um, stuff always happens, but it still was, um, we was able to, just come together, and the sisterhood is stronger. Um, the the self care lounge was amazing. Oh my at, God! At unruly, unruly it was that yeah. unruly, <laughs> unruly collective, right? And so, you know, it's just finding ways to support one another and be there for one another. And I, I tend, I'm kind of shy. All right, I'm just gonna say, I'm shy. No matter what I do with this comedy stuff, I'm still kind of shy, and I sometimes can't believe that. I've i like met people like Frankie, um that are doing so shit. silly to me. That's so silly, Joanna. <laughs> I know, it's silly. It's, it's a weird because I'm a fan of comedy. Like I grew up watching comedy so much. I was just looking at um old pictures of um CBS. Um, you know, they had laughing. They had the mm-hmm. laughing was something I looked at growing up. Um uh Second City Television. Saturday Night Live, so I grew up just loving stand-up, not knowing or comedy, not knowing that this is what I was going to be getting into. And so, giving women, Black women, uh, this opportunity is just just my love letter to Ah. us. It's a love letter to us, because I've been in the game 20 years, and I remember the first time I saw a Black woman on stage. Um, I believe it was... um, Ellen Clegghorn. <laughs> I'm dating myself, I was probably about 17, 18, I was going to the comedy clubs, but Ellen Clegghorn, Asunda Kroonquist, I think that's how you say her name, but it was just a, a small smattering of Black women in the New York scene in the 80s, um, and then Marsha Warfield jumped on the screen. Um, I, I never got to see her live, but I got to see her on, on Fox, I don't know if you remember, well, I'm older than you guys. But Channel Channel Five had a Sunday night comedy uh, at ten mm-hmm. o'clock every Sunday, and I lived for that channel. And um, for me, stand up comedy just love. I just love to laugh, and I it just it helps erase so much trauma. Can you I? You know, can I ask. It, so,
0: can you speak to as a white dude one thing that I? I I understand conceptually but cannot empathize with is how big of a difference it makes to see people like you on screen on stage and what that does for your uh, whether it's your confidence or your your uh your confidence in your ability to get to that place right because it is a thing that like Black Panther for instance like I don't really fuck with superhero movies, but the narrative that I heard it so much was just like how powerful that was to just see black people in that space. And, and it is something that conceptually I get, but I cannot actually really empathize with because it's not really a thing that I've ever had to.
2: Right. Most of the time as a white person, you it's there. It's just a given that you see yourself in everything. So um, as a black woman, I remember being <clears throat> arm length away from Leanne Lord. That was my first <clears throat> Leanne Lord, Marina Franklin. Um, those were tangible women that I saw in the circuit, but I was shy. Like so I was hi, hi, you know, that kind of thing. I remember when I met Leslie Jones. Um Love I in, her. Front of, in front of everybody, I handed her my card. And it's, uh, the Boston Comedy Club was talents. Sunday night spot like he had two shows it was always packed and uh, she was there and I was like here here uh I'm gonna I'm here's my card you know we could you know and she just looked at my card and you know and nobody nobody laughed but it was just dead silence <laughs> I just scurried away I scurried away and I was like you know what and I was like that was big for me to do that in front of people you know and I, if, I don't I'm not gonna say it was rejection you know what I mean? I just she never called me. How about that? Until <laughs> until years later, just like the year before she got SNL. Um, we we kind of cool now. Um, I can I can reach out to her, you know. But I um, loved knowing that I saw someone that looked like me on stage. And when I started doing comedy, uh, that's when I saw Leanne Lord and and Marina Franklin and Ellen as well. Ellen Cleghorn, Sunda. I'm trying to think who else. Um, she just passed away. Melita Apogo. She passed away recently, but it was uh-huh. a few. Yeah, she. I think she had cancer. Um, but yeah, so it was a few. So um, just knowing, um, even though it was like only one black woman per show, you know what I mean? So it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't going to see two. It wasn't going to see two on a show. Um, so I said to myself, You know, when when I get good, when I get better, you know, I'm just going to make sure I look out for my sisters. You know, I'm going to make sure. I have more than one Black woman on my show, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when I, be uh, my home home club is Stand Up New York. That's where I started um, performing. So it was great to have one of the shows there. Um, It's like, like all the clubs, like, oh my God. Like to start out in comedy, then have a festival with all the shows. Like I'm like, I'm still my cheeks are like <laughs> running so hard at how hard these women worked to make this happen. You, know you I mean? needed so, to,
1: you needed to see it, Joanna, you, but, you weren't going to do it. And, and it's not a thing of being lazy or, and then, you know, I don't know right, right. about this. None right, of that. Right. It's just, I know how sweet your heart is. And I know that you don't want to ask people for anything, even though, even though queen, you have the right to demand yeah. shit. Actually. You're going to go ahead and and run that. You're going to run that venue for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way of the venues either. I know. know. They they you too, Right. We knew you wouldn't, and so we did so you could see it. And so you could say, oh, okay, that's my value. If that's my value that quick, what's my value next year? Yes. You feel me? It's bigger than that. It's televised. I'm calling that now. I called the venues. I'm
0: calling televised. And and so that's my next question, I don't know how much you can divulge, but what does the future look like for the festival?
2: Um,
0: now you're going through your head, you're like, what can I divulge? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
2: still going to have the sisterhood. It's still going to have the self-help, the self-care, and the mental wellness, because it's always back to us making sure we, we value ourselves. Um, we get to support uh, the mental support with the therapists, and um, have opportunities to do. I'm I'm drinking a beer. Sorry, that's what the belching is. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know you were belching. You could. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had no clue. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thank so, yeah, you for your it's, honesty, it's, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the self-care, self care, uh, self mental wellness. Um, but moving forward, uh, I enjoyed having sixty plus women. Um, but I believe next year. We have a lot more structure um, in the showcases. Um, what I realized is um, we definitely need new talent showcases. We need to show, you know, right. to separate, yeah. you know what I mean? It was great right, to have the whole camaraderie, but yeah, we do need to have the new talent showcases and the the features, you know, showcases just so we can see the, the, the levels. levels. Right. Yeah. So if there's industry, they know, you know, what they're getting, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So definitely going to make sure that that happens, um, because that was that was a request actually from uh, someone in the industry. So um, okay. yeah, yeah. So that this is, you know, the, what I love about this festival is how hands-on every everyone is, and I'm so open to um, ideas. And this year, everyone that stepped up, I they're part of the committee. So we're having a committee meeting because it's hot. like, for me, the first year um, there were people on the committee that, you know, it was their first time. I mean, it's not like we know this is what we're going to do. We just said, Oh, this is what we want to do. You go do this. You go do that. And, and all of it didn't happen the way it was supposed to, but I know we need people that are skilled at corporate sponsorship. We need people that are skilled at PR. We need people that are skilled at securing venues and getting contracts and stuff like that. So moving forward, those are the things that the, the they I guess you would say the minor details. Those are the big details for me
0: um, because I, I told it, you uh, I know that we were drinking, but I told you about that one sponsor that I I'd like to link you up with. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, you heard. You said the key word drinking, right? Yeah, right. We'll talk, Let me we'll talk tell you so I don't. I don't remember nothing from that night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Deadass.
2: Hilarious. Deadass. And when you you said, huh? What do you mean the stand? We was in
0: the stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the stand. Um, and you were buying everybody shots. And- see, that's oh. all I remember. I saw the yes, bill. That's true. all I
2: remember. Is buying everybody's shot. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> time.
0: There's a, <laughs> a really, there's a really big company that's asking me right now, uh, a, trying to get involved with a diversity inclusion project that's comedy oriented. Um, so boom, see how that works, Joanna. Yeah, that works?
2: yeah. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was I was drinking. I was celebrating. I was in a syllable, were celebration. You yeah, I was.
0: Uh, yeah, is that, um, man. Is it oh. a conversation that we had uh, with Black Lives Matter in New York with Hawk and Trevana Newsom, but it was a question that I posed to them was like, what do you see white people's position in this movement, right? And so their response was like, whatever your skill set is, you know, mm. offer it up. And so I, I'm... I dabble in the sponsorship stuff um okay. but there are a couple really large companies that i'm talking to right now about trying to get involved with projects and one of them uh is a real massive beauty company but they're specifically looking for diversity inclusion um project and i was like this is the biggest diversity and inclusion movement
1: like happening right now yeah, yeah it
2: is it is for sure. and we, yeah. and, You know, and I see that in, 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 as long as they're putting their money where their mouth is because, you know, a lot of that is is can be for show. You know what I mean? But you 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 vetted them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: ah!
0: yeah. Yeah. oh shit. And so but they like, <laughs> I mean, they, they dropped they dropped like something like ten million dollars just in the research project to show what. Uh, right. racial right. bias Looks like for customers. What it wow! Like I remember
2: too. I remember seeing the campaign yeah. last year, and I think I even they they retweeted something I tweeted, or they
0: uh, what is it called on Instagram?
2: Reposted something. Oh that I wow! Okay. About yeah. And for those of
0: you listening, I just sent. I just sent, <laughs> uh, the, the yeah. Name. I'm not going to say the
2: name, but yeah, name. yeah. But yes, yes. I I uh, I am a big fan, and uh, yes, I I saw their movement. So yes, because yes, it was the thing that like yes.
0: like I. I'm trying to help where I can help, right? And they're right. like, yeah, well, we'd like to get involved with diversity and inclusion. And so, like, I spent easily 80 to 100 hours trying to put together a deck of, like, how to help with diversity and inclusion, but it just came, kept coming back. It's like, you are a white dude. How can right. you yeah. have, but- have your face on a diversity and inclusion thing? So I was just like, this is just not, this doesn't make sense. And then uh, the night we were at the stand, I was like, oh, what the fuck? How did I not... Frankie's been talking about this specifically for so long. Oh, like, wow. Wow. did this? Really- I don't ever shut up about it, Joanna. Just so you know, even when it's not festival time,
1: I'm still. T- even if I'm <laughs> at other, I can be at other festivals. I'm still talking about this. This is great, but you should check out the Black Women <laughs> Comedy Laugh at. Like, that's yeah,
0: me. Yeah, every podcast that we've had, we'll, we'll have Black Lives Matter on. We have Sierra Club on. She's like. Enough about your... Have you heard about the yeah. Black Women in
1: Comedy <laughs> Laugh Fest?
0: Is it your lord and savior? Like, we need to talk about it. Straws, straws are killing turtles, but that's not what we're talking about right now.
2: <laughs> uh, well, it, it brings me as much joy to hear this, uh, Frankie, because, as you know, I was, um, you know, uh, I'm sh- not to say I'm shy, I just... <sighs> I'm I'm just, modest. Like, you're modest and humble yeah. and you don't like it's like you don't
1: want to bother people you if you know anything about me i fucking love bothering people like that's my <laughs> jam like, you're not annoyed right now let me irritate you real quick like wow that's, my, that's how my did thing. you get like that um no one ever listened to me when i was a kid so i make oh, people God. listen to me now that's, that's, <laughs> that's literally the short of it oh yeah. okay i okay. got zero attention so i'm like i'm going you're gonna listen to my cause
2: yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that um, a lot and I think yeah. move, moving forward, um I'm looking I'm excited about the meeting that we're going to have next Sunday. Me too. Um, so to hear everyone's uh take and how we could just, you know, fine tune the committee and everybody do their part on, and just say what your strengths are and, you know, how we can move forward because corporate sponsorship, we have to st- I want to start a year in advance cuz you know, yeah, if we get it, if we start now, that means we can get what we need to get. And it just mm-hmm.
0: means so much. Yeah, so much joy. So one of the things that if, and I think this is interesting on the podcast too, but one of the things that, um, I don't know how, if you've had these conversations before, but if you can put together a deck that basically shows the total reach of the festival uh, and then both from, if you put like the amount of followers each one of the comics has and Mm -hmm. aggregate that like any, any way that you can find numbers. Right. Right. We have a reach of 10 million followers collectively. You know what I mean? Whatever that number is. If you have 10 different like groups that produce comedy shows, all of their following with their e-blasts and all this shit. Like if you can amass all of that and Mm -hmm. then say like the, uh, the, 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 social good that is happening you know like um you usually start with like a problem that black women aren't seeing in their different scenes and then the solution this is what we offer this Mm -hmm. is what our reach is and that should be like a solid amount of information to get the conversation started some people might just jump right off the tip and just be like all right well that's that's we're, we're in um but it is something that like and I, I can send like a little bit more detail, but you can also like, you can Google the shit out of this. Like, but I can um, help you
1: with this piece, Joanna. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, I, I'm happy I to help send that. that
0: over to them. And I I think that sh- they take a very long time because it's a massive company. Um, but then they pull in their marketing people and they figure out how they can put it in their channels too. Right. You know, they've got mm-hmm. a shit ton of following themselves. Um, but I, it, it pretty much hits all the check marks that they wanted in a project. So I, yeah. I don't any reason why we it's can't. It's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're at the end of the show, unfortunately, and I can't even oh, believe no. it. I know. Right. We, it, uh, now, yeah. Now hour has gone by. So before we go, Joanna, can you please tell people how to find you? If you want people to follow your comedy page and then how to find the festival website, all that kind of good information, where can people find you?
2: Uh, I'm active on Instagram the most. uh, It's Joanna M. Briley, J-O-A-N-N-A, M as in Maria, which is my middle name, Briley, B-R-I-L-E-Y, and the festival page is Black Women in Comedy Laugh Fest, B-W-I-C- L-A-F-F-F-E-S-T. You will find all uh, information about what's coming up, what happened in the past, because right now I'm doing a series of Artwork for um, icons of comedy, Black women in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you, you could go there and find it. It's uh, it's amazing. I'm gonna put Deborah Wilson up today. Oh, dope! The, the, I like, love Deborah Wilson.
1: Yes. my friend just recently. I'll I'll send it to you if I can find it. My friend just recently did a very funny like sketch with her, oh. like an improv. He because they they apparently they live close to each other in LA, and it, it's it's funny. I'm gonna try to find it and I'll tag you in it and you it's can read it. Recent? Yes, recent within the last uh, four months. Oh, wow. That's yeah, very recent. Yeah, That's very great. recent. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very funny. Um, yeah, what is the website for Black Women in Comedy Festival? Uh, B W I C L A F F F E S T dot com. Okay, dope. So make sure you go there. Ladies, Black ladies, if you are a comedian, go to the website, tag it, save it, make it your favorites, and be in the know. So you know when right. submissions open for next year because I'm telling we have you the right newsletter now, right no oh, there's a so sign yeah. up for the newsletter and then there's going to be some monthly events happening. Well, once we have that fleshed out, we'll talk about that later. So those could be opportunities even for out of town comedians. If you happen to yeah, be in yeah. New York, you can yeah, come yeah. through and get on a showcase. And then guess what? You may not have to submit if Joanna's in the audience and sees you a couple times. Like, oh, okay, this person's solid. So make sure you follow, like, subscribe, reshare join the movement we are it's taking, taking over. over
0: black women in comedy and while that's you it. are liking and sharing and subscribing hit up the nonprofits podcast tell a motherfucker. Mother, boy mother mother. <laughs> um, yo joanna thank you so much thank uh, you
2: what does that mean when you do your ear like that that's a, that's a tell
0: oh um i i don't know i have
2: different
1: nervous
0: nervous tips
1: okay all right, okay. I think um. it means his, his ear is itching. So I'm Frankie French. Thank you so much, Joanna Briley, for being on the Thank show. So we love much, you so Frank. much. I've been Frankie French.
0: Name. I'm Stephen Campbell.
1: And this is Non-Prompet. There it is.